On today's show, Tesla faces big trouble over its autopilot accident. China has a lot of crummy EV companies, and a new study shows that cars are a small part of greenhouse gases. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 11th of 2016. Well, Tesla is in big trouble. Not only is NHTSA investigating a fatal crash involving a Model S in autopilot mode, now the National Transportation Safety Board is starting one too. This all stems from an accident on May 7th when a Tesla customer was killed when his Model S in autopilot mode didn't realize a semi was blocking the road and crashed into it. Tesla said the system was confused because the white side of the trailer blended into a brightly lit sky. You know, we are astonished to learn this because we believe any adaptive cruise control system or forward collision system on any other car would have caught this. It's our understanding that the emergency braking system in a Model S won't activate unless it gets confirmation from both the radar and video camera. So while the radar most likely saw the semi, it seems like the camera did not. And we think Tesla is going to be in hot water for letting customers be its beta testers. China has a lot of mediocre companies making mediocre electric cars. That's the conclusion of a Chinese think tank. It says the Chinese government is offering too many subsidies to grow the EV segment. But the subsidies are so generous, those companies really don't have to innovate. Local governments and companies are investing in EV projects, but it's not leading to innovation because the subsidies aren't incentivizing automakers and suppliers to build higher quality products. China has over 200 car companies producing new energy vehicles, but on average, each one only makes 3,000 EVs a year. And China is protecting its domestic EV companies by picking and choosing which foreign brands qualify for subsidies. Even though Korean suppliers, Samsung and LG Chem, are viewed as some of the best in the world, Bloomberg reports they do not qualify for government subsidies, even though they build batteries in China. Because of that, Jinghai Auto just stopped production of its electric SUV, which uses Samsung batteries because it can't get government subsidies. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. The automotive industry is the most heavily regulated when it comes to reducing CO2 emissions and greenhouse gases. And those regulations are about to get a lot stricter. But a new study shows that passenger cars and light trucks account for only 16.1% of those emissions. The study from the University of Michigan compares the greenhouse gases from the transport sector to other economic sectors from 1990 to 2015. In 1990, cars and light trucks accounted for 15.6% of GHGs. Today, like I said, they're at 16.1. But keep in mind, there are now 78 million more vehicles in operation than there were in 1990. That shows how much cleaner today's cars are. So here's our Autoline Insight. It's unfair for the automotive industry to bear the biggest burden 
in regulations when it only accounts for 16% of the problem. Before we make those emissions regulations even stricter, we say it's about time the other 84% be asked to do their part. If you follow us on Twitter, you got to see the new face of the Nissan Pathfinder a few days ago. But here's what else is new. On the inside, you'll notice a redesign center console with new finishes and materials. It also gets a larger 8-inch touchscreen as standard with Nissan Connect services. Along with the exterior design changes, the new Pathfinder comes with a motion-activated liftgate and reworked steering and suspension. Also reworked is the 3.5-liter V6 engine, which now includes direct injection. The new 2017 Pathfinder will go on sale this fall. Chuck LaGreccia is a fan of Autoline and quite the automotive artist. He sent us several paintings he did after a visit to Jay Leno's garage, like this one of a Packard. Jay Leno has an extensive car collection, including this Chrysler 300, and he has a strict no-photos policy for anyone who visits his place, like this Cadillac hood ornament. But Leno happened to be at the garage the day LaGreccia visited, and after a lot of begging, he let Chuck shoot a lot of pictures as long as he didn't post them to the internet, like this one of a Tatra. Well, thank you, Chuck, for sending these pictures in and for giving us the backstory of how you were able to paint them. Ed Welburn, the head of global design at GM, has been at the company for 44 years. So what do you think his legacy will be? That's coming up next. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. GM's head of global design, Ed Welburn, retired at the beginning of the month. John sat down with Ed on Autoline this week to discuss his 44-year career at the company. In the following clip, Ed talks about his proudest accomplishments at the company. But I think creating this global organization, you think about it, my predecessor, you know, I'm only the sixth, my predecessors were the head of GM Design for North America, and they had some influence globally. But the other studios that are around the world really ran independent of the one here. And two years into the period that I led design, the decision was made to make it one global design team. It's something that I had, I had planned, carefully planned prior to getting it. Uh, but when it came into place, and it really didn't take long for it to become one global team, I really think that's probably the most significant thing. And in the past couple years, this global team has really gone to a whole nother level of sharing of ideas, and it's just so powerful. That is very powerful. I, I believe that beyond that global design team, that collaboration that we have with engineering in particular is something that is very important because that that did not exist at the same level or it existed sporadically you know and there are certain pockets that had, had this great collaboration but not universally to learn more about ed welburn's career at gm you can watch that entire show right now on our website autoline.tv or you can check it out on our youtube channel 
That wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching. Please join us again here tomorrow.